All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. What? Are you ready? Yeah. Alright guys, so we're back with an all new episode of When to Agree. When you are <laughs> in, in agreement together. <laughs> so I'm super excited about this episode. If you can see, we have on our jerseys. Tom Brady. Um, but I actually She's have official. Wait. She is official now. Wait, wait. I got her on some Texas gear. Oh. And it does say Watson. <laughs> this so is cute. Compromise. So cute. <laughs> but she has an official yeah. Texas team now. But, this, but I want to be honest with you because, I mean, granted, I'm going to bring up compromise again. And if you didn't see episode one of Rules of Compromise, you definitely should go back and watch that episode. But I'm really a Ravens fan, Baltimore Ravens to be exact. Like, and no matter where I live, that will always be my team. So for anybody that's watching this from back home, I need you to know that I am still loyal to the Ravens. Okay, but I have compromised today. I mean, they almost had that one time where they almost won. Remember? First of all, don't play us because we've won the Super Bowl at least twice. I mean, Cowboys have done some stuff back in the past. Okay, I, mean, I, I love how we want to talk about what Cowboys have done in the past. Well, but the reason why I bring this up is because in this episode, clearly Valentine's Day is right around the corner. The month of love. love. And, you know, brag on you a little bit but so ever since february started brandon has been doing this thing which is super sweet go ahead brand okay so literally brandon has given me a gift like every day in february he comes in with some form of surprise whether it's flowers chocolates teddy bear cards candles snacks snacks like He's just really been making this month like just extra special. Because this is how I see it. And and I also do that outside of February. I randomly That's do true. just yeah. pop in with flowers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the whole idea of Valentine's Day has to be on the 14th of February. Right. And we go all out right. on the 14th. I feel like every day. It's a Valentine's Day. I should show you love the same way I would do it on February 14th. Oh, I appreciate so. that. Come on, y'all. Come on, showing love every single day and not just on one specific holiday. Yeah. I love it. Well, this episode I'm calling Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. Are you excited about this? I'm so excited. So look, right, I really wanted to not just play off of the theme of the Super Bowl and, you know, football season, and then you go ahead and you bring in Valentine's Day weekend. It's a lot of team action. It's a lot of team action going on. There's and no I, I in team. It's not. No, there's a me. 
And then there's a me. <laughs> and if there's a me and a me, that makes a team. Oh, I was gonna say us, but oh, they're on us. That, that's true. It makes and, a well, team. Yeah. Teamwork. So what I really want to talk about today is really identifying that the dreams, the visions, all of the things the that the goals that we have set forth as individuals. I've come to the conclusion that none of the things that I've been able to achieve and probably will achieve in the future will I do without making sure that I'm able to be a part of a team. And this team right here. <laughs> do you like yeah, that? I did I like have that. like a little. I did like that. I, I have great sound effects sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she does. Media, you know? So I really wanted to talk about how being a part of a team ultimately gets you to the dreams that you've been setting forth. But as promised, I want to keep with the word. So what's the word? So this word was laid on my heart. It is Philippians 2 verses 1 through 4. Go with me. I'm going. All way. right. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ. If any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of the selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. Philippians 2, 1 through 4, and that is the NIV version. Yeah. So this word was kind of like brought up to me, and we're going to break it down um, a lot, a little bit, some parts. And I really wanted to touch on what it meant to me. You know, in this season, I really wanted to make sure that we really started unpackaging word and we started doing it as a unit. And when I think about us doing things as a unit, it really just brings more into the compass of us being a solid team. And I really think about when it comes to relationships and building, that we want to make sure that it's what God intended for it to be. I want my vision to be God's intention. Mm -hmm. I want my plans mm -hmm. to match what it is that he's already planned out for me. And in order to do that, I have to make sure that I'm coming back to the word. I have to make sure that I'm being led by his word. So one of the, one of the um, scriptures that I read, I wanna just reread it back for you again because I thought that it just was like, come on. So if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and of one mind. When you hear that, what comes to you? Um, several things. Mm -hmm. So obviously, being in the same spirit mm. and in one mind, meaning like being in one accord. We talked yeah. about that, right? Mm -hmm. So I always think of, I go back to musical. So like it's a choir, right? Mm. So within a choir, you don't just hear one voice. You hear the choir as a whole, mm -hmm. right? You hear the different parts spread out into tenor parts. You hear all the separations. Mm -hmm. 
but there could be multiple tenors, multiple sopranos, but when you're hearing a full choir, it's all one beautiful sound. Mm -hmm. It's all like-minded. It's all the same spirit mm -hmm. in that sound. Same thing with the team. You can have a team and have two people, two different people with two different spirits, mm -hmm. but still the same mind set, right? The same mind of this is our goal, our goal is to win. They can win. So you set aside differences mm -hmm. from one common goal. Common goal to achieve that. So when you're talking about a partnership, because I feel like partnership is different than being a teammate you're partnering hand in hand with someone. You need to have like-minded, you need to be like-minded, you need to have the same spirit, you need to have the same goals, same direction, to be able to say, okay, I'm gonna partner with you mm -hmm. to achieve this. Mm -hmm. That's really good, because I think that what you just kind of like broke down for me, which I never even thought about before, but there's a difference in you becoming co I don't want to say cohesive, that isn't the right word, but becoming a partner and joining right. with someone to let's do life together, right. let's partner in this versus you're actually a part of a big body, which is a team right. that has a similar goal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When it comes to being a partner of something, yeah. then there's certain stipulations and criteria that we should have when moving forward. We should. Before we can join. We should. I like this because I think that a lot of mistakes and errors that I've made in the past and partnering with people that were not like-minded and we did not uh, possess the same spirit, we weren't spirit-led in the same way, I think that it caused a lot of either distance um, contention, divisiveness, even maybe some manipulation. Um, and I don't really know if I knew that going in because I thought about, like, well, as long as we have the same goal. Mm. Mm. Then we should be able to get to the end together. <laughs> right. But that's not always the case. No. Okay. So I really want to talk about something that's something a conversation that we have up a lot in regards to friend groups we have it a lot i think this is really good for us because i think that my friend groups have changed over the years and i definitely think that my friend groups have changed probably in the last two to three years mine have also changed i think that friend groups have changed in the last year due to covid okay um, mine like, have also changed. like what type of friend groups and meetings and get-togethers are you actually having during a pandemic i think it really showed you what you value whom you value and what happens when you take the the gathering mm -hmm. out of the equation is there still a desire to spend time on the phone is there still time to deposit into one another do you still care about what the other person has going on if there isn't something tangible that you're not getting out of it right so i want to bring up friend groups because i think that this is something that i've seen a lot online that people have been talking about and that is that COVID has really exposed um and pulled back the layer on good friends or I shouldn't even say good friends but um authentic real ones yeah I'm reading I was reading the scripture dude because 
it's a big part of being like-minded but having the same love being one in spirit and one in mind which we talked about mm -hmm. do nothing out of selfish ambition mm -hmm. or vain conceit mm -hmm. rather in humility value others above yourselves mm -hmm. so even with the friend groups like I think when you evaluate your circles of friends, number one, are you like-minded with them as a whole, or is it just one area of your life where it's like, well, this is an outlet, right? Yeah. Like, these are my outlet friends, but you have nothing in common with them except that one outlet. Like, nothing else. Like, lifestyle-wise, lifestyle choices, you don't have anything in common with them. But you have to partner with mm. the ones that are like-minded the same in spirit and you start to view yourself as humility as being humble right and and valuing others more i mean that's what the bible is saying right here is do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourself yeah so big with being in a relationship too yeah like it can never be about yourself yeah and that's that's very hard for people that's what a big the biggest hurdles are i talk about this all the time the number one thing of everything yes of every downfall talk about for it. everything is what is selfishness yes it is. It's selfishness. Mm -hmm. It's I need this. I'm not getting this. I would like what I don't like. Well, I feel like if you did, everything is pointing the finger the other way and it's because of I, 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 me, me, me. Mm -hmm. no, well, Jesus could have said that the entire time he was on earth. Absolutely. He never did. It was always about others. It was always about how are we thinking about the poor, the needy, the widow. How are we empowering people? How are we discipling people? Hey, let me teach you to love people. It's the thing with the relationship is the same thing. You got to be, number one, like-minded. Number two, same in spirit. Number three, same, having the same love for one another and for God. Oh, that's good. Having the same love and then do nothing out of selfish ambition or vacancy. You know, a transparency moment, I think that I definitely went through a period to where, and this, I don't want to just stereotype it and say that it's just girls or women that do this because I know, you know, there, you guys there are guys too. that do this as well, but there are sometimes groups of people to where the only time that they usually will call you, ring your phone, want to connect is to gossip about someone else. That the majority of the conversation is about them gossiping or sharing information about another individual, but it's usually not in the best light. Like that there's nothing else of value coming out of the conversation other than what some some may say is juice. I got the juice. Or the tea. Or the tea. Or the tea. Or the tea. I, I, I have very close friend of mine that will call we will call each other not have an agenda or not needing anything and literally say man i'm just calling to check on you i don't need anything mm -hmm. like 
because those are that's healthy friendship. You know, like it's okay if you want to talk about people in a in a healthy way. Well, well, this <laughs> but is, not gossip. Well, this is where I was going with it. I think that one of the things that I noticed when you talk about teamwork and, 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 and dream and thing like that, I think that when it really comes to where you want to invest your time and energy in this season, you want it to invest your, your, your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul and things of the Lord. So when you start taking inventory, and I talked about this on the last episode, when you start taking inventory of where you want your mouth to be rested upon and where you want your counsel to go usually you have to really ask yourself is it going to a higher place that the same words that you use to pray for things to repent for things are you carrying that same intention and mission when you answer that call when you have that girl time when you have that guy time are you really talking about dreams and vision of which the lord has given not just you but maybe the other person Sometimes I even catch myself to where when someone calls to check in that I'm not just talking about all the things that I have going on. Oh man, I have this going on, this going on. But I actually start asking them, so what do you have going on or what's going on with you? Because sometimes what I recognize, sometimes people just call to find out what it is you're doing. Because there's there's nothing that they're doing. Right. So they want to check on, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Now, sometimes it's not a bad thing if if your mission and intention motivates someone else to do something. Not just to be nosy, but there has to be some type of action followed up with the inquiring about someone else's life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And we have to be very mindful to really be like, listen, if I'm on the same team as you, And I'm guessing that's the reason why you have access to me and I have access to you, right? If you're sent of the Lord, then I have to assume that we have a similar goal. Or we're going to have to trade you. You know, like like in basketball. Wow. He would bring this back to sports right now. (laughs) Like in basketball. Or we're going to have to trade trade you. you. Or de- we're demanding a trade. Or bench you. Sit on and the bench. And wants that. Also, who wants to be benched in a season in which the, in the season in which you're benched is the season in which the team goes to the Super Bowl? Who wants to be benched in the season? Because you weren't ready. Because you weren't conditioned. Because you were taking the off season to not be get ready. You were taking the off season to be off. There's so many star players. Mm-hmm. The list can go on and on. Mm-hmm. Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, like all the greats of the greats, on their off season, they were going harder than when they were in their season. Mm-hmm. They were playing pickup games, they were in the gym because the drive and the passion of the goal was the most important thing. Mm-hmm. They were conditioning themselves. Right. And then in return, making their team that was around them want more, to do better, to be better, to get conditioned, to match their hunger and their drive. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you don't got people around you to do that, you gotta be the one to do it. Mm -hmm. And it'll flip, the switch will flip. Trust me, it'll flip. 
this this is something when I was when I was working in corporate, and this this person, you know, wasn't a, a pastor or a preacher, and I don't even know if he was a believer, right? Mm. Um, but he said something to me one day, and it resonated with me, and I carried it with me, like as I was, you know, figuring out my next steps and moving up with corporate. Because the thing about when you're working for major companies and you're putting in years, you start getting excited when you start not only seeing the benefits and the fruit of your labor, which usually comes in salary packages, 401ks, you know, company cars. You start seeing these things, so that usually gets people to sign up for another year, another two years. And there were times where I would be in the room and I would just be like, why am I here? It had nothing to do with the the money I was being paid, the benefits that I was being offered. I mean, people were probably would have changed places with me in a heartbeat. But one day my boss said to me, if you're the smartest person in the room, usually you're in the wrong room. And I just kind of like looked at him because in my mind I'm like, is he saying that, you know, I'm in the wrong room? Is he saying that, you know, like, where was he going with this? So after he said this, I kind of like started taking inventory when I would walk into rooms and I would feel as though like, oh my goodness, like, what is it that I was missing? And what I was missing is that I wasn't being challenged. Mm -hmm. What I was missing is that I was able to show up operating on 50% because everybody else was operating on 35. So I still felt like I was exceeding and doing great things because their high wasn't even my middle. This isn't shady, this is really sitting back and asking yourself the question. Is the circle of the people around you, is your current team challenging you to be the best version of yourself? Is your current circle challenging you to draw closer to the Lord? Is your current circle challenging you to go to higher heights and to really start getting even more disciplined and more organized and, and really just speaking life into you to the point to where you don't even feel comfortable showing up at 75%? Or is your circle or your team telling you to retire? prematurely. Hmm. Okay, unpackage that a little bit more because I think people need to understand what you mean by that. So it's like, you know, if you are, you're struggling, you've been struggling for years to reach, you know, your goal, to reach what, you know, to get your business launched, to get your brand launched, whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're working with, mm -hmm. to get your music out, um, to get your book written, you know, and you've you've struggled with this for so many years to where you're feeling like, okay, well, my prime is over. I've missed my prime. I missed the time. And your friends around you are telling you, like, like, yeah, you probably need to try something else. Yeah, you need to, you know, get you to sit down, to get you to retire. But yeah, you still have that nugget. You still have that, like, man, I need to get it done. Mm -hmm. Because you do need to get it done. Because it's you, you need to get the right people around you, the right team around you to get the goal accomplished. Mm -hmm. So people are trying to get you to retire and you haven't even got started. Well, that brings me to my next question because I want to, for people that are watching that are trying to figure out like, okay, how do I even decipher if I have 
um, a great team around me to get to my dreams? Like, how can I really sit up there and say, like, I know for sure that these people got sent into my life and I'm supposed to not only partner with them, but I'm supposed to go to the Super Bowl, if you will, with them. So what are three things that you either look for or you encourage someone else to look for when it comes to picking solid teammates? Well, what's their wins? How many wins have they had? How many losses have they had? Okay. What so were those losses? Ooh. How big were those games that they lost? Okay. How, how big were those contracts that they lost? How mm. big were those contracts that they got and won? Now, of course, so you're talking I have, about I have, experience in a resume. I'm talking about experience in a resume, but okay. I'm also talking from an experience of my own okay. of learning this. Okay. Before, what I would look for was different five years ago. Okay. Four years ago. Okay. Seven years ago. Okay. So now it's what have you done mm. and what are you doing? Not, oh, I was working with somebody, I was working with this name. No, I need to know who you really worked with. He's talking professionally. Talking professionally. I need to know who you're really working with Mm -hmm. and who you're currently working with. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, what are your personal life goals? Mm -hmm. Not just professional life goals. What are your personal life goals? Mm -hmm. You know, what are you working on on yourself? Like if you struggle with anxiety, how are you working through that? Mm -hmm. If you struggle with anger problems, how are you working through that? If you're a disorganized person, how are you working through that? You know, personally, where are we going? Yeah. How are we getting better? Yeah. How are we getting to the best version of ourselves? I like that. And okay, the last one? Your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, where's that at? And and, and, and and this is for me to partner with. Right. This is for me to, you know, have as a partnership, not just a working relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be incredible at movie scripts and, you know, incredible at producing or whatever it is that you're at and you don't know the Lord, but you're good at what you do. I mean, I'm gonna pay you for your services. That's your job, that's what you do. Yeah. So that third thing though, for me to partner with you, mm-hmm. for me to link arms and mm-hmm. be like, all right, let's build something. Right. Where's your walk with the Lord? Are you still on milk or are you on meat and potatoes of the word? Do you know God or do you know of God? Yeah. I need to know that. Ooh. Do you know God or do you know of God? And are we still talking about the same conversations that we were having four years ago? Like, at some point, I'm loyal. That's that I am loyal through and through. And it's so funny because as a <laughs> as a like as a fan. Yeah. I'm the biggest bandwagon fan ever. Like whoever's winning, I'm gonna be the fan of, mm-hmm. right? But at as, least he's honest about that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm wearing a Brady jersey. Well, he's he's a goat though. I mean, True. he's he's definitely True. a goat. So his resume speaks for itself. Right. So I'm gonna rock Bucks jersey all the way. I love the, the Cowboys because Texas through and through. Okay. But I'm not a fan. I'm not gonna wrap their gear because mm. they're white. Okay, we're not gonna turn. Oh, so let me go. Let me go through my three. Okay, so when it comes to teamwork, when it comes to picking, and I think that the difference with me is, is that because I've lived so many different places, I've had to acquire 
different friends in every city I went in. So this has made it pretty challenging for me, not to make the friends, but to keep the friends. So I've known in my older age, I become a little bit more reluctant to immediately yoke arms with people because I understand that sometimes when I have to separate um, physically, it not only can rub the person the wrong way, but sometimes it can be pretty emotionally taxing on them. So my first thing that I look for is, do they have their own vision or are they looking to imitate mine? I say this because sometimes when you are a motivator, when you are an inspirer, you can notice that people will start mimicking what it is that you do. Not really an issue, but it's really important to know, do people have their own individual plans and visions that God has given them that they're sure on? One of the things that I really love is when I go into people's um, you know, rooms and conversations or in their lives and they're talking about things that God is uh, like working with them on or maybe plans that they have out for the year, like their calendar is set up. You can tell that they really spent time ironing this thing out. They're not really looking to take what it is that I have or figure out how to manipulate what I have to fit their thing. They're really looking at me like regardless if you're a part of my life or not, I would still be great. That attracts me to be like, Sign me up because I know that your greatness isn't reliant or dependent on if I'm in your life or not, that you are completely and totally reliant and confident on what God has spoken to you, told to you. You are someone not only I would not want on my, just want on my team, but you're someone that I would really look for as a mentor in my life, right? So that's one thing that they've been able to successfully point out that's huge for me. Yeah. Huge for me. Number two. What's your number two? Number two is the ability to discern and make great decisions. Okay. Now, the reason why that's really big for me is because I think that I've always taken on the role, sometimes even unintentionally, as the inspirational friend, um, as a personal pastor, which I am currently not, right? <laughs> Um, that I've taken on this role in certain relationships um, because the, the, the other people may have issues making good decisions on their own. And I notice sometimes to where they may look to rely on my spiritual walk in my faith to get them through to make step-by-step -step moves. Now, I think that there is something that's really good as far as that you inspire people to want to be closer and better um, and draw closer to Christ. I think that as disciples that we're supposed to do that because I know there's people that have been in my life and that are in my life, even speaking of you, that 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 inspire me to go deeper and to deepen my relationship with the Lord and to make better decisions. Um, but I also think that there is something to where that you have to be willing and able Willingness number one. Because sometimes I come across people that are very able to do things. They're very able to make great decisions. They're very able to attract the right people. But not, they're not willing to put in the work. 
They're not willing to put certain stuff aside to really walk into what God has called them to do. So I really pay attention to discernment and the ability to really make great decisions. And then lastly, it's something that's very, this is probably very small. I guess the other two were very big, but this is something that's very small, but it's huge for me. And I usually don't tell people this, meet them, but usually I pay attention to where my, my spirit and my soul feel at peace. Like where I feel like I can be my, myself the most. To where if I am lounging around and just, you know, cracking jokes and not being overly extra, right, to put on, that I'm still embraced the same. If I had my dry erase board and I'm talking all business and stuff like that, that it's not intimidating, it doesn't need to be teased, but it's just embraced. Like where I can truly be myself and feel like it's home and comfortable, usually I'm gonna draw closer to be on a team because I'm like just that that peaceful place that I can find in that type of team or, or, or partnership would allow me to be great because it allows me to be me in in all facets so those are my three those were hefty weren't they they were hefty I hope you got something out of that were you were you dozing off as I was no I when you're when actually you're talking I started thinking about right how I can intertwine the things <laughs> of what you're saying yeah yeah that's did you my have any intertwinage going on no not on this one no no I didn't have any intertwinage really oh, but I had a lot that was for them <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think too, like, there's so, I mean, this, the, being a team player, mm -hmm. right, being, teamwork makes the dream work. Like, I think the bet, and I, every time we talk about a team, it's like, I was in sports. I love watching documentaries of, of sports. And when they did a documentary of the dream team, which had all these star players for the Olympics. Um, I forget which year it was, but it had David Robinson on it, it had Carl uh, Malone, it had Michael Jordan, it had Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, like all of the greats of the greats were on this one team. Mm -hmm. And I remember that they said, and watching that the, the first scrimmage, they lost to a bunch of, I think, high school players mm -hmm. or, or university players. All these NBA stars lost to this team because everybody wanted to be the star player. That's what they're used to. Mm. Everybody wanted the ball time. Like they wanted to hold on and, and control the game. But they quickly realized that they all needed to present what they were good at as a team to win, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's, it's like that for a lot of different things. You know, you, will have your start moment mm. because your profession, what you're good at. I mean, if you polish your craft, you're going to be great. You're going to have greatness on you. That's just when you're greatness, that's what happens, right? But when you come in, in, in contact with people that, man, we can make a good team, mm -hmm. it's because what I have to offer is different than what you have to offer, but together, the that's product mm -hmm. is incredible. That's really good. So I think that's why you and I work so well. Yeah, I mean your gift sets are completely different than mine. 
mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. But our common goal is, mm-hmm. you know, our foundation is the Lord. And then on top of that, we love each other's personalities. You know, we have fun. We laugh. We joke. Yeah. We laugh a ton. Yeah. To our sides hurt. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, and honestly, those are people that I like around me, too. It's just like... Yeah, fun loving. You can't be a stick in the mud. Yeah. Even doing business. Like, I need you to have some form of, like, give me something, you know? And that's just, how, you know, how I see teamwork so when you're going into a valentine's day weekend tell someone, and tell someone that you love them hug a neck and also if it's not high. even like a romantic connection that you have maybe you're not in a romantic relationship maybe at all. it's completely platonic maybe it's completely platonic but this is a good time to really <laughs> start asking your partner your partners your team like right. what type of dreams visions are we working towards yeah. as a group as a unit as friends like how can I be there for you in the best way and and be honest about how they can be there for you like you know I don't know who said it that closed mouths don't get fed but sometimes your other person open your mouth and say what you need and when you need it you know and give God praise open your mouth and give God praise oh my goodness okay so before we conclude this episode I also have an announcement because it's Valentine's Day weekend happy Valentine's Day Brandon has really inspired me with gift giving, right? So I definitely wanted to make sure that I did my part to be able to spread some love. Yes, we shouted you out for the gift giving. So, <laughs> so I don't know if you can see over here that I have my Scintle Signature Candle Collection available and I'm going to be offering an amazing, amazing deal to every single subscriber of this channel when to agree as well as with a review of the podcast. So what do you have to do? You have to make sure that you subscribe to this channel. You also need to make sure that you head over and that you rate and write a review for SHMG Podcast. And you need to make sure that you screenshot it and tag at SHMG Pod in that so that I can send you your personalized code. I'm offering free shipping on all orders as well as buy three, get one. And just in case you need to be inspired, she's gonna get him. Okay. 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 There's fireside. Come on. Grace. Yep. Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. Come on, get your life. Gifts and things. Yes. Lord is a gift. Always.
be mighty. Go be mighty. Go be strong. Love you much. Go love the Lord. Go in the love of the Lord. Deuteronomy says, you're blessed coming in and you're blessed going out. So get on out of here. Be blessed. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Today on News 4 at 4, one out of four COVID survivors dealing with symptoms months after having the virus. We're working for you, showing you how a local hospital is helping to solve the mystery of COVID long haulers. Plus, Pat Lawson News, Leon Harris, and Sean Yancey catch you up on the day's biggest stories. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer helping you plan for the next 10 days. Working for you today on News 4 at 4 on NBC4.